Whether you are selling your art or creative services in person or online, there are a few key elements that you will need to know so that you can be effective in promoting your brand. If you are encountering brand promoting overkill, or if you're not doing it enough, then this is the episode, episode 96 of the Rockstar Mentor Podcast, so that you can grasp a hold of the right things to do and maybe run away from things that you're doing already. Fasten your seatbelt and get ready to rock and roll. Let's do this. Welcome to the Rockstar Mentor Podcast, the podcast to inspire you and bring you the kickstart you need to crush it in the art industry. We'll bring you creative insights, inspiring interviews, and valuable resources, art marketing, along with decades of experience to provide you the strategic approach to unleash your creative talents and rock your inner entrepreneur. Now, your creatively energetic host, Sonia Paz. Hey there, greetings and friends and listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in to our episode 96 of the Rockstar Mentor Podcast. My name is Sonia Paz. I am a fine artist. I am an entrepreneur and I am a marketer extraordinaire. I am pretty fearless when it comes to getting my art out there. And I have been doing this a long, long time. But I want to thank everyone for tuning in today. I know that um, we have a large bunch of subscribers, a lot of great folks who follow the podcast and follow my episodes that we've got going on. Um, Here we are in episode 96. We are just embarking on our two-year mark for having the Rockstar Mentor Podcast, and I am excited. I'm really thrilled that everyone who tunes in and writes to me, tells me how much this podcast has really helped them with overcoming a lot of fears and getting their work out there. Just the words of encouragement to keep moving and don't stop what you're doing, keep creating and it's all good. I'm, I'm really happy. I'm really thrilled that so many folks like yourself tune in and have found value in this podcast. Now, for those who are new to the podcast, thank you so much for tuning in. And by all means, listen to this episode and then go back and start listening from episode one. (laughs) That is one of the best um, ways I like to always listen to podcasts when I find something new. I'll listen to one of the most recent episodes and then I'll sort of backtrack because I don't want to experience FOMO. The fear of missing out. Yep, that is what FOMO is. I like to make sure that I'm listening to things by the in, in which the order that they were set out to be played and listened to. But with all of nearly 100 episodes, there is something for everyone. And there is everything from how to get into galleries to preparing your portfolio and how to overcome fears, how to talk and engage with your customers and the list goes on. Now, I have been doing this a long time. I am a fine artist, I'm a painter, but I've also taken the time and cost to develop my own product line, which we've had everything from 
textiles to tote bags, watches, rugs, pillows, framed artwork, ceramics, oh gosh, the list goes on, jewelry. <laughs> and a lot of these items are on my website, which you can check out at soniapaz.com. This is something that was a lifetime in the, in the making, practically. I am a firm believer that if I'm going to create a product or manufacture a product, that it's something that I would have to use myself and that I feel really completely and entirely devoted to. I don't just create products for the sake of creating them just because it's easier, it's because they're there. I create a product line because it is something that I wanted to feel passionate about and that I could sell and really just be my own best evangelist for it. And I think when you do that and you're creating and you can have something that, that somebody can take away with a whole giant artwork or painting, but something like a watch or an affordable ceramic or a mug or pillow or something that not only can brighten up their space, but can certainly enhance their life in so many different ways. So a few of you know from my podcast last week that I was on a little vacation. My hubby and I went on a bit of a sort of a road trip to Montana. He wanted to see that area of the country. We wanted to just get out and see some nature and not just have some rest and relaxation. It's been pretty crazy. I cannot believe it's already May. And it seemed like just yesterday we were having Christmas and then it was New Year's. And here we are in just embarking on the lip of summer. But we wanted to go and see something that was different and just experience something new and fun. Needless to say, when I go on vacation, I can never seem to stay away from looking at artist craft shops and um, galleries and where there's a group of makers in the area, people who are self-representing their art and their craft from sewing shops to pottery shops to fine art galleries to gals that uh, have a co-op in all these different towns. And we had visited about five or six larger towns in the Montana area. And I was really delighted to see that in these small towns, there was still so many amazing retail shops that were just bustling. It was, it was crazy. It was amazing. I loved it. It was really hard to just stay in there for a few minutes or, you know, 10 minutes at a time and look around because we had lots of sightseeing to do. And of course, the hubby's not a big giant one to go and look at gift shops and things like that. But we did go into quite a number of art galleries and it was so great and everyone was so nice. They were having a bit of a heat wave when we were out there. Well, I'm from California, so the weather here is pretty much nice most all year round, but that is not necessarily the case in other areas of the country, of course. And in Montana, in the areas that we were visiting, which was Bozeman, we went to Helena, we went to Livingston, we went to Missoula, and a few other towns, they were dealing with a heat wave, which was in the 70s and low 80s, it was pretty crazy. And it was really nice to be able to see everyone who just really appreciated that type of weather. And I think sometimes we take it for granted here. 
But the weather was great. I think it just put everyone in a really fantastic mood out there. But all in all, it's just, it was really a nice trip and um, happened to observe a lot of different things with how people are selling their work, how they are so proud of the craft and designs that they do, and some other things that I had come across, which I found kind of interesting, which I was debating if I was going to even bring it up in this episode of this podcast today. It all basically boils down to the preservation of your brand and how your brand is so essential and so important. Now in Montana, unlike the Northern California area, there are not a lot of outdoor type of festivals where you can really get yourself out there. And I seem to notice that a lot of the people, I think that because they are selling online mainly and they have amazing followings on Instagram and on Facebook, the amount of branding and the classy branding that I had come across was really remarkable and I was very impressed. Everything from tagging their merchandise to the labeling on the products to the business cards to the signage on just a variety of different things. It was something that I hadn't seen done so well in such a long time. And I'm not saying Californians are, Californians are slacking in any way, but it was definitely, it was different. It was really different. Now, there was one thing that I had come across when we went to a town. I'm not going to say the name of the artist, of course. I'm not going to even mention the name of the town because it was a small town. But it, it was a photographer that we did come across, and he had photographs of nature, and it was beautiful work. I mean, stunning work. Nature, bears and eagles, squirrels, owls, and trees and landscapes that were printed on metal. They were printed on canvas. Most photographers will do edition sizes, small edition sizes, you know, anywhere from 100 to 125 editions per size per image, which is pretty standard now. One thing that I thought was really interesting was that he had his watermark on everything. Oh my God. If I'm going to tell you rock stars, anything is your brand is your brand. It's all about who you are, what people say about you when you're not in the room. Your brand is a component of the flavors, the sights, the smells, and attitude of who you are as an artist. If you are doing it right, then you don't need to be putting your watermark on photographs that people are going to be buying and spending really, really good money on. Now, I'd like to clarify what I'm talking about. When you are online or you're on Instagram, of course, you're going to watermark your images with a small copyright and your name or your business name on there. And that's not unheard of. That's that's pretty much the standard. That's the norm because images float around on the internet and you want to make sure that people know who you are. But if you're selling a giant edition on metal or on canvas or framed or what have you, and there it is, this giant copyright on the bottom. And I want to say giant. To me, it was giant. I thought it was pretty big. It was pretty big. So we saw this triptych of this mountain scene with water, and trees. It was really beautiful. 
the um, photographer had taken the one image and created a triptych from it, which basically took it from one big giant metal piece to three metal pieces. The watermark was on each of the metal pieces in the center and the lower portion and not in the middle, but toward, you know, centered down in the lower portion of each of the metal pieces. Because I thought, I'll give the benefit of the doubt, are these just here for display, or is that how they're going to be sent to the customer? Or will, you know, upon order, is that how they're going to be shipped? So I asked him, will this watermark be on every piece when, when people order something? Is this on each one? And he boldly said, yes, yes, I, that is that is on there. He says, I could make it smaller. And I said, well, is it possible to have it not be on each one? And he goes, no, that's that's my brand. That's what he said. And I was a little taken back because in all of my years, I had never seen something, <laughs> something like that. I just thought, you have no idea what you're doing. You have a great brand and you're kind of messing it up with this insecurity of the watermark. And I'm just going to go ahead and say that. You can put the copyright on the back. You can write it in Sharpie. You can put a sticker on it. You can have it permanently adhered to the back of each canvas or print. Why would, I'm sorry, I'm going on a tear and I'm a little emotional about it because I strongly feel that it was overkill and I just, it turned me off. In fact, I said thank you and my husband was still talking inside the shop and I just gracefully kind of just exit stage left and left the shop because I thought I want to talk to this guy. I wanted to give him advice that maybe that approach wasn't the best approach, that if you connect with your customer and you have a passion and you have talked with them and they know who you are and will feel good about spending, you know, a couple thousand dollars on a set of prints, you've built a relationship. You are communicating with your customer. They are going to know who you are and they will be so excited about the acquisition because they got to know you. They're going to know. They're not going to forget your name. Your name will be on the back of these prints. The fact that each of these had a watermark on it, it well, every single artwork in this small gallery, had, he was self-represented, had this watermark. It was the watermark king. And I even asked my husband after we left, I said, do you think I should go and ask him to tell him why I think it's bad? He said, no, let it go. <laughs> but I did say I was going to be making that a topic of this podcast because setting your brand doesn't mean slapping your watermark right there for everyone to, you know, have to take it in when you're looking at this beautiful painting I'm sorry this beautiful photograph of this work and have to see that to me it just ugh, it's like sucking lemons it's just not something that I've ugh, sorry yeah there I said it I'm out there I'm not trying to diss on this person but well yeah I kind of am but hey that's just the way it goes if you are listening to this podcast and you want to make sure that you are building your brand bigger better faster stronger then that's one of the things that you really need to reflect upon if you're not sure hey send me an email mentor at rockstarmentor.com I am here up close and personal I am not going to pull any punches I am going to tell you the way it is 
Now on the flip side and on a positive note, getting your brand out there is essential. It is one of the things that you need to do whether you've been doing it already, then yay, congratulations, I'm glad. If you're slacking a bit on it, then get back on track, get on that saddle and make sure you're riding into the brand sunset for your dreams. And if you are new to selling your artwork, listen to some of the first podcasts that I have set up because you're going to find out that you need a whole boatload of things to get yourself properly branded. I also have a free basic exhibitor toolkit that you can go on to our freebie section of the rockstarmentor.com website and download that and it will be able to help you with making sure that you are when you are selling your artwork you have everything and all your p's and q's in order you need to get yourself branded you need to really really hone in and get that brand going if you need help with doing so, I will be more than happy to connect with you. Just send me a note through the website and I can get you rocking and rolling into brand heaven because this is what I do. I have created my own brand with my own artwork under my own name for the last going on close to 20 years. Well, actually longer than that, but professionally full-time close to 20 years and I love what I do. I feel honored to be able to sell my artwork and to be able to have this podcast that is a tool for you. I didn't have a podcast or anything like this when I started selling. So I can tell you right now that this is something that I enjoy doing. I love helping my fellow artists. I love being on here most every week, every Tuesday to help you get launched, get going, get confident, and just be present in the art scene. This is it today, everyone, episode 96. I'll be back next week with some really exciting news, so make sure that you check in then. And uh, again, my name is Sonia Paz with Sonia Paz Fine Art and Design. I also run sip and paint classes and have done that for going on four years. I teach people how to paint while they drink wine and have great food. And I teach kids artwork and I have just a whole variety of creative services under Sonia Paz Art and Design. I will talk with you next week, everyone. Have a great rest of the week. If you are watermarking, rethink it, call me, connect with me. I'll help you. All right. Have a great one. Take care. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rockstar Mentor Podcast today. I am Sonia Paz, your host and creator of this podcast, and the purpose of this show is to bring you my experience and expertise on how to run your own creative artistic business. I have been creating art a long time, and through all this time, I have developed my own retail line of products that I have sold through my retail gallery, my website, and through specialty retailers and galleries throughout the U.S. I developed this podcast to help you, the creative entrepreneur and small business person that you are, so you can be confident and successful with your business. There are dozens of helpful episodes with amazing free advice, interviews with savvy business professionals, so you can learn and experience from their voices of wisdom as well. Be sure to look for me on Facebook.com slash Rockstar Mentor, Twitter.com Crush It Mentor, and Instagram.com Rockstar Mentor. 
You can also reach out directly to me at mentor at rockstarmentor.com. And if you're looking to learn how to expand your business, please visit rockstarmentor.com. I have a ton of great resources and all of the show notes for every episode is in the blog section of the website. If you love the podcast, but feel that you need some more one-on-one coaching, connect with me. You can reach me directly at mentor at rockstarmentor.com. I answer each and every email and I want to make sure that I can get you on the right track. If you'd like to support the show, you can do that in a couple of ways. You can visit patreon.com slash rockstarmentor and donate as little as $1 a month. It just helps with some of the logistics on getting this podcast out to you for free. And if you really like the show and want to give us some serious podcast love, you can make a one-time donation by visiting paypal.me slash Paz. Be sure to subscribe and tune in each week to the Rockstar Mentor Podcast by visiting our website. You can listen to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, or however you listen to your podcasts. You can even listen to our podcast direct from our website. If you like the podcast and get value from it, please give us a five-star review on iTunes. This also helps us gain more traction and lets other creative folks and entrepreneurs like yourself discover the Rockstar Mentor. Plus, it's always super cool to give great reviews. Thanks again for listening, everyone, and we look forward to talking to you later.